Hey everybody, Pastor Chanel here, and I want to thank you for tuning into the Wednesdays Are For Women podcast. I pray that you are blessed by today's episode as we discuss Hannah Arise. that God is impregnating in this season. He waited this amount of time. He waited this long because what you are getting ready to give birth to is what you are getting ready to give birth to is something that people are looking for. It is coming at the right time. It's coming at the right moment. Had you tried to birth this thing months ago, or I should say, had you tried to birth this thing a year ago, it would not have worked. Why? Because the people weren't looking for it. They were already satisfied with what they had. But the Bible says that there was a woman by the name of Hannah. I've been studying Hannah for um, a few uh, for a few weeks now, and uh, I really feel to to go there today and talk about her. And I love her story because the Bible says that she was barren. She went through a season where she was barren and her husband had another wife. That's the way that they did it back then. He wasn't, um, he wasn't a rolling stone, but this is just the, that, that was just the way that they rolled back then. I don't understand it, but that's just how they got down. And so he had another wife by the name of P- Penina and Penina was given birth like it wasn't nothing. I mean, every time you turned around, she was pregnant. It could have been a TLC show the way this T is TLC still exist anymore. Not the, not the singing group, but the channel. You can tell I don't really watch TV like that, but it could have been a television show had Penina existed in this day and age because she was always pregnant. It was easy for her. Have you ever been around someone that is that, have you ever been around someone and it seems like what is hard for you to believe God for is easy for them to believe God for? They just get it so quickly. It just comes to them. It just happens. But for you, you have to go through a wall. You have to go through a troop. You got to go through water. Come on. You got to go through what you got to drive. You got to ride on the airplane, a helicopter. In other words, you got to go through all of this stuff just so that you can get the thing that you're believing God for. Well, Penina, it was easy for her, but it was not easy for Hannah. And so the Bible says that Penina used to taunt her. And the Bible says that one day Hannah got to the, she got to the moment. I feel the Holy Ghost. Whenever I start feeling the Holy Ghost, I start stuttering. Hannah got to the place where she was sick and tired of her situation. Is anybody there? Is anybody there? Because let me tell you something, your situation will never change until you come to the place where you are tired of it. Your situation will never shift until you come to the place where you are disgusted with where you are. If you never come to the place where you are disgusted with where your life is, then things will remain the same. You want to know how to get prayers answered. You want to know how to cause your season to shift. Start looking around at where you are and start believing that where you are is too small for you. Start believing that where you are right now is not enough for where God wants to take you, for where you are going. Get angry with where you are. Get disgusted with where, because when that begins to start happening, the teacher will appear. When the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Individuals, God will send individuals 
individuals to you that will begin to start giving you instructions. They will begin to start giving you information on how your life, on how to shift your circumstance, on how to shift your life. That's the only way that it's going to happen. If you want to see a new season in your life, go in the face of God and ask him for an instruction. Your instruction is what shifts your season. How do we know this? Because the Bible says that the woman that that was a widow woman in 1 Kings 17, the Bible says that she was in the famine. She was getting ready to make her last meal and she was going to die. This is what this is what she was okay with. She was okay with being here. She was ready to make her very last meal and then she was ready to die. This is this is how she thought her life life was supposed to be. But then God needed uh, God needed someone that was going to sustain the prophet. And God said, I'm not going to send you to someone that already has what it is that you need. I'm going to send you to someone that doesn't have it. That's how God works, because God will oftentimes use your situation so that he can bless you and so that you can be a blessing to others. It is a ripple effect. God could have sent Elijah to someone that had the food. He could have sent Elijah to someone that had plenty, but instead he sent Elijah to someone that did not have enough. Why? Because God recognized that this woman, oh my God, God recognized that this woman, she needed a miracle. And God said, okay, I, I see that you need a miracle. I also have somebody that I need to be sustained. And so I'm going to use your house. I'm going to use you to sustain him. And, and then on off the back of your obedience for sustaining him, I'm going to get you the miracle that you need. I want you to understand something. Her lack of food was really not the miracle that God was trying to get to her. God was really trying to produce a miracle because he knew that one day her son was going to die after she had plenty left over, after her barrel of meal never wasted, and after her cruise of oil never failed. The the spirit of God knew that her son was going to fall sick and die. And he knew that as a mother, it was not her desire to see her son die. It was not her desire to bury her son. And so God said, okay, I see that you need a miracle. I also need a miracle. And so I'm going to use you as a point of contact to feed my prophet so that he can be sustained through this famine and off the back of your obedience obedience for feeding my prophet, I will not only sustain you, but I'm going to raise your son back to life. Come on. Somebody needs to understand that if you want your prayers to be answered, you need to then start, you need to then start uh, teaming up or start asking God, okay, Lord, what is it that heaven needs in the earth? Because there is a desire that I have in my heart. There is a cry that I have in my heart, God. God, and I'm I'm praying for it. I'm believing you for it. But I understand, God, that nothing leaves the nothing leaves heaven. I understand, Father, that the only way that you are going to answer my prayer is if I give you something in return. Okay. Now going back to Hannah. Hannah wanted a son. 
God at the time needed a priest or he needed a prophet in the temple that was going to bring correction because the Bible says that the priests that were in the temple at the time, the Bible says that they had gone completely wicked. And at the time it was Eli and his two sons. And the Bible says that Eli and his two sons, they had completely rebelled. Not only were they stealing the sacrifices that the people would bring, but the Bible says that they were also having sex on the or having sex on the porch right outside of the temple with the women. Come on, they had completely lost their mind. And so God said, okay, I'm getting ready to wipe them. I'm getting ready to get rid of them. I'm getting ready to wipe them off the face of the earth. And I need somebody that can stand in their place that will do right by me. And so the Bible says that Hannah, out of nowhere, she comes to the temple and she lets out a cry of desperation. And her cry of desperation was, God, give me a son because I've never had a child before. And this is the one thing that I've wanted. Now she had been praying concerning her situation, concerning her barren situation. She had been praying concerning that for years, but there was no answer. Why? Because everything was all right in the temple. Everything that was happening in the temple, it could, they could still repent and God would have, God would have met them. God would have changed his mind concerning Eli and his sons, but it got to a place where God said, all right, things have gotten out of control. And the only way that these guys are going to learn their lesson is if I completely wipe them out. As a matter of fact, the Bible says that not only did he take out Eli and his sons, but he told Eli through another prophet that, look, this is what we're going to do. You, and I know that I gave you a promise. I know that I gave your family a promise, but from now on, any other priests that come that are in your lineage, they are not to serve in this temple because of, because of the, the sin that you and your sons have, 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 have presented before me, then I'm cutting everybody off. Ain't nobody else going to serve in the temple. And the Bible says that now Hannah shows up at the right time. Come on. I'm telling for, for some of you, I'm telling you that you are pregnant. And the reason why God waited to this moment to impregnate you, the reason why God waited for this moment to finally make that announcement concerning you is because what he is putting or what he is placing in you or what he's getting ready to birth through you is what is an answer that the earth needs. It is an answer that your city needs. It is an answer that your nation needs. It is the thing that people are crying out for and people are looking for. They are searching for it right now. They are in their prayer closet and they are praying concerning the thing that you are carrying that you didn't even know that you were pregnant with. But God made an announcement this morning and let you know that you are right on time. Come on, somebody write that in the comment section. 
Somebody write that in the comment section. You are right on time. You have not missed. Come on, the enemy's trying to convince some of you that you showed up too late, that you're too late, that you've missed your moment. The devil is a liar. You are right on time. The Bible says that he will cause the first to be last and he will cause the last to be first. Well, it seems like you're last. And let me tell you something. God is now elevating you. He is now moving you to the front of the line. He is causing you to be first because what you are carrying, Hannah, come on, I'm talking to some Hannah's on here today. What you are carrying, Hannah, is exactly what the world needs right now. Hannah had no clue. She had no clue that what she had no clue what God was in need of. And isn't it amazing that she cried out to the Lord at the the exact same temple that was that was going in haywire. She cried out to the Lord at the exact place where everything was going wrong. She cried out to the Lord at the exact place where God where God needed a change to come. And these are the words that she said out of her mouth. She said, if you give me a son, God, I will dedicate him back to you. The Bible says that she made a vow. Come on, if you want to see your prayers be answered, I want want you to understand something. You cannot just pray something and believe God for something and think that because you are God's daughter, think that because you were God's child, that he now has to answer your prayer. No, that's not how things work. You pray. And when you pray, you come into agreement with heaven. And you find out, okay, God, what is it that you need? What is it that you require of me? I can't just show up on the scene and ask God for a million dollars because if if I don't have, if he does not have a need for an a million, if he does not have an a million dollar need, I can't just show up on the scene and say, God, give me a million dollars. No, I will show up on the scene and I'll say, okay, God, I see that there is a business, Lord. There is a business that I want to create, that I want to build. And Lord, if you give me the startup money for this business, what I promise to do is I promise to employ, I promise to employ your people. I promise to pay them well. I promise to treat them right. I promise God to cause an economic shift to take place in my nation, to take place in my city. When you begin to pray prayers like that, especially when it's during a time where famine is kicking in, where recession is kicking in, when you begin to come into an agreement with heaven like that, God will move on your behalf because he sees that he has someone that he can work with. God right now is looking for people in the earth that he can work with. He is looking for people in the earth that do not have any type of selfish agenda. He's looking for people in the earth that will say, Father, whatever it is that you require of my life, that you want from me, here I am, you can use me. And at that moment, when God sees that, he will partner with that person and he will birth something great through them. Come on, that's what he did with Hannah. Hannah is sitting 
sitting at the exact same temple that is either getting ready to go haywire or is already gone haywire. She's sitting there and she's praying and she's saying, God, give me a son. And if you give me a son, I will dedicate him back to this temple that just so happens to be the same temple where sin is present. And the Bible says that when she got her son, the Bible says that she kept her vow. Come on, we've been telling our people for the past uh, year, we have continuously been telling our people, who do you are asking our people, who do you become when the Lord blesses you? When you finally get the thing that you've been believing God for, when you finally get a hold of the thing that you've been praying for, who do you become at that moment? Do you switch up and say, okay, well, he gave me what I wanted, but I don't know if I'm going to go through with what I told him that I will give to him. God sees that. He sees it. And let me tell you something. He does. Let me tell you something. When you break your vow, when you break the agreement that you gave, that you came into with heaven, when you break that, you don't understand who all and what all you are affecting. If Hannah would not have kept her agreement, then there would have not been anyone. There would have not been anyone in the temple to, to there would have not been anyone in in the temple. It would have been left vacant. This is what the Bible says. The Bible says that Hannah, she dedicated him to the house. And the Bible says that only once a year when her and her husband would come up to give offering, when they would come up to make sacrifices, the Bible says that that is when she would, that's when she would see her son and she would always make a linen ephod for him. Now, the Bible says that she made good on her vow, right? And then th this is what the Bible begins to say. The Bible says that a day came where God's prophecy, God's word began to come to pass concerning Eli and his sons. They all died in the same day. The Bible says that Eli was big. And the Bible says that he was sitting on a chair. The Bible says that Israel was at war. The Philistines had come up against Israel. And the Bible says that someone ran back and told Eli that your sons have perished. And the Bible says that Eli, in shock, he fell backwards out of his chair and broke his neck because he was so heavy. And then the Bible says that one of the son's wives went into labor and she was dying. The Bible says that she had a son and his name was Ichabod, which means the glory has departed. And the reason why she named him that is because the Philistines had taken the Ark of the Covenant. And so I'm telling you all of that because now Samuel is now on the scene and all hell is breaking loose. It's amazing how when your answer shows up, when the answer that you've been carrying that is supposed to shift an entire generation, the moment when that thing shows up, it seems like all type of turmoil breaks out. Is it breaking out because God has abandoned his promise to you? Absolutely not. It's breaking out because God is revealing how much you are needed. Come on, it is breaking out because God is also trying to reveal to the people that you are not doing this alone.
that it has been me that has been with you the whole time. And so now Israel's eyes are coming open because Israel was used to winning wars. They were used to winning battles. And now all of a sudden, and they were used to whooping up on the Philistines. And now all of a sudden, not only are you being defeated, but the very thing that goes before you, before every battle that you go into and helps you to fight and helps you to win, now that thing has been captured and now you are left with nothing. And the Bible says that Samuel was present at this time. Come on, the very answer that they were looking for, it was present at the time, but all of this turmoil is breaking out. Come on, I got to say this again. Oftentimes, when the answer that a generation is looking for, when an answer that a culture is looking for shows up, that's the moment where all hell will break loose. Why? Because God is revealing that you are the answer and people will see it. Come on. When Joseph's time came around, there was a famine that was coming that was revealed to Pharaoh. Joseph was old. Joseph had been placed right smack dab in front of Pharaoh. Come on, everything that Joseph had went through up till that moment, it was only so God could reveal to a nation that this is your answer. Come on, I'm going to say it. I feel the Holy Ghost on this. Whenever you show up as an answer to something, you will always sit back and see all hell break loose because people need to see that you're the answer. How will they see that you are the answer if everything is going fine? That's the reason why God waited till now to release you. That's the reason why God waited to a moment where chaos completely broke out all around you and all around everybody so that people can see that this is the person that has the breakthrough in their mouth. This is the person that has my answer in their mouth, but they will never point to you if they don't need you. Pharaoh needed Joseph. The Bible says that Pharaoh called for him and the Bible says that God placed Joseph in a government or a governor position because Joseph had the instruction or the answer in his mouth that was going to save Egypt. Come on, let me say this to somebody. You are carrying something that is going to save your nation. You have a word in your mouth that is going to awaken a generation. You have a word in your mouth that is going to shift a culture. You have a word in your mouth that is going to shift a mindset of a people. But let me tell you something. Do not be discouraged by what's happening around you. God is only revealing to the people that you're the one. God is only revealing to the people that she is the one that I've anointed for such a time as this. And so that's the reason why everything seems to be going wrong because you will not be an answer to anybody or anything if everything was going right. God is revealing that he, God is revealing to that boss that he hired you for such a time as this and he hired the right person. I'm telling you, some of you, you are getting ready to be a national answer. For some of you, you are getting ready to be an international answer. For some of you, you are going to 
to be and you are going to be an answer to a generation an answer to a culture but i need for you to i need for you to know that I need for you to be aware of that. I need for you to not be weary and well-doing. Come on, I need for you to keep going. I, you can't give up right now because you're, I feel like some of you are becoming so discouraged because it seems like every time that you try, that you try to do this thing, that you try to birth this thing, all hell breaks loose. But God is just revealing you. God is just shining a light on you and and that's the way that God does it. That's the way he did it for Joseph. And that's the way that he did it for Samuel. The Bible says that the one that had been dedicated to the temple, the Bible says, the Bible says that while he was in the temple, the Bible says that the Ark of the Covenant had been stolen. But then the Bible, then the Bible uh, goes on to say that after all of that took place, the Bible says that 20 years went by. Come on, the children of Israel, they were without the Ark of the Covenant for 20 years, y'all. And the Bible says that they finally came back to themselves and realized that they need God. And the Bible says that they let out a cry for the Lord. Come on, let me tell you something. Oh my God, he only responds to hunger. God only responds to desperation. That's the reason why the chaos is breaking out around you and around others because he is trying to get them to a place where they are desperate to see the hand of God move on their behalf. Right now, they think that, it, they, think that they got it under control. Hey everybody, I sure hope that you were blessed by today's episode. Remember, we're right back on here every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time and 12 p.m. Atlantic Standard Time. See you soon. Bye.